His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Have you ever noticed that a lot of DJs don't use their real name? Like radio DJs? No. I, I came across this list of radio DJs with crazy names. Okay, so none of these are around here, but these are real DJs. Okay, Scorch, Pup Dog. Pup Dog? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wingnut. Uh, and then this one I like, Albie Silk. Silk is spelled with a Y. I wonder if he's a nighttime DJ. To my knowledge, to the best of my knowledge, all of us in this room are using our real names. I right? am. Okay. Yeah. My real name's Sue. <laughs> Sue Man? <laughs> No, don't. <laughs> My goodness. But how boring is that? So I started dreaming, you know. Uh, what, if I could do this all over again, what would be my name? And I thought I would still incorporate Storm because I like it. So I came up with Stormy Honeycut. <gasps> Stormy Honeycut. <laughs> That would work. You like it? That would work. Stormy Honeycut. That's cool. Yeah, it's a cool name. And so Jim came up with his. Yeah, why don't you just call me Dirk? (laughs) Huh? Dirk? I think he wants to be tougher, and he thinks the name Dirk. And you spell it with a Y. Yeah, just to be even cooler. Dirky? Dirk. Not Dirky. (laughs) You end it with a Y? Instead of the I, it's a Y. So Dirk. Dirk. Hey, I'm Dirk. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you definitely have to talk with a deeper voice. Yeah. A growlier voice. voice. Hi, I'm Dirk. Stormy Honeycut. You were on vacation, Rob. We came up with yours, so here's oh, you here's did. the whole produced piece. Uh, okay. Starting this Monday, a new lineup on his radio morning crew. All right, mister, what do you think you're doing? Start your morning with Buff Jones. <laughs> Stormy Honeycut. <laughs> hey, don't forget about Dirk. Oh, yeah, and Dirk. If that stuff wasn't real, how can I be sure anything is real? <laughs> what? <laughs> is that the new, uh, is that who? Yeah, so Rob, you are now Buff Jones. Thank you. Hey, Buff. At least the word Buff is in there. <laughs> we call you Buffy. So, yeah, call me Buffy. We'll call you Dirky. <laughs> Dirky, yes, okay. Hey, Mornings with Buff Jones, Stormy Honeycutt, and Dirk. Do you like it? It's got a ring to it. Yeah, I, I, I'm stuck on the buff. I like to thank you for that. Jim came up with it. Sure, Mr. Jones. Uh, <laughs> instead of Flabby Jones. Okay. <laughs> <Buff>. <laughs> More than just pretty voices. In the intern is back. He's had quite the summer, you guys. Not only have we sent him on some crazy adventures here on his morning crew, he's also been in a singing competition. I mean, you may remember voting to help him choose his stage look back in June. Well, after many weeks, Friday was his final performance, and he shocked the crowd with something different. Yeah, it's me. Yep, nah, one and only. <laughs> what was that? I like to call it my little hat trick. I uh, pull that out whenever I can, whenever I'm singing for any sort of whatever. So I decided, you know what, it's the last week. I got nothing to lose. I might as well have a little fun on the way out. So just pulled out a rap that I haven't done since high school. 
One of the judges commented or commended you for stepping out of your comfort zone with that one. And what did you? What was your response? <laughs> My response was, no, 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 no. I'm stepping out of your comfort zone. Oh. I'm, I'm more than willing to be rapping in front of Snap. all these people. You just weren't ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everybody voted. And how did you end up? I actually ended up in second place. Way to go! All right. All right. Walked away. Awesome. Walked away from the competition with five hundred dollars. So nice. It was All a right. good run. Coffee you, on Ian this yeah, morning. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say, yeah. what are you getting for us? <laughs> uh, well, first I actually have to get the money. I have a big check, like, but I don't really have the money yet. Uh, but yeah. once I get that, I'll be sure to let y'all know. <laughs> you can't <laughs> cash those things. Oh no, I, I really wish I, I could totally just hold it over the window. Yeah, hey, I got this, but no. Yeah, it doesn't fit in the. Oh, no, at all. I wish. <laughs> but I have been carrying it everywhere with me. Like, I've been... I- not really. Is bad. it in the car? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I bring, really? it, I, I bring it with me everywhere. You should have brought it inside, dude. <laughs> oh, man. So another exciting thing happened to Ian this weekend. He was texting me about it. So last week, we gave him 24 hours to come up with this awesome Chick-fil-A parody song, which you totally nailed. And if you missed it, please head to the His Radio Facebook page. Do yourself a favor. You'll love it. But one Chick-fil-A store in particular... The owner called you up. Mm-hmm, what yeah. happened? Yes, yeah, the Chick-fil-A that my girlfriend works at. Hi, Gabby. And it's uh, the one on Woodruff Road. She actually sent my little uh, song to all of her managers, everyone that's at her Chick-fil-A. And the owner contacted her and said that she loved it so much that she wanted to offer me a free meal over at her store. <laughs> and I'm actually going to be taking advantage of that later today. Awesome. So. <laughs> nice. I feel like the Lord's really pulling, putting a lot of favor on you lately. I know. <laughs> with the... With, with the free meal and with the free milkshake that you gave me, I have a. I'm gonna be set today. Yeah. <laughs> Allison gave you a free milkshake. I found this old coupon in my wallet that was oh. not expired yet. Almost. Almost. <laughs> it was so close. Just a few months. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Ever thought in your life if something ever happened, would the community really even care? Let me tell you about Megan. See, Megan was just driving down the road in Lexington. She was going off to a park somewhere when all of a sudden she was hit head on. This was a horrible accident. That was three months ago. It was devastating. Her injuries were life-threatening. She's had many surgeries since then. She's learning how to move. She's learning how to walk. But this has changed her and her husband's life in a positive way. Now, the community just got together uh, and behind her, and WIS was just there at a benefit for Megan. It's overwhelming, um, but in the most loving way. Um, I, I just, I feel so loved um, by so many people, and I just didn't even know this, this would be possible. This is amazing. It helps to know that there's others out there who don't even know you who are rooting for you. So she wears this shirt, she and her husband. And on this shirt, it has a scripture, Ephesians 3.20, right out of the Bible. And and it says this, I love it. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could all ask or imagine, according to his power that is in work within us. They live by that scripture. And it's amazing to see that they're standing in their faith and the community is getting behind to help her out. She was just on her way to the park like she did, did every Saturday morning and this accident happened. So it's just a reminder that we just don't know what the day holds for us, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be bad. Yeah, and how God turned this around to be a positive for this couple. Yeah. And this is another example, boys and girls, of how people are looking for something good to get behind and be a part of. 
Yes, it is. It is a shining <laughs> example of people come together and do good. Thank yeah. you, Jim. Okay, this is lesson Thanks, learned. Jim. That was our great astute observation. Thank you. I did it myself. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Veronica, who goes by Ronnie, got an honorary degree from Cedar Crest College, where she started out uh, take some studies, psychology, stuff like that. But then she kind of got sidetracked by the Girl Scouts. They wanted her to like teach other leaders, like that. And she had to move to another town. So she thought, ah, she kind of put it up on a uh, back burner. She says, I'll get back to that. But uh, she's been doing Girl Scouts since 1931. Nice. Uh, you remember 31? Uh, no? Only you. Uh, I wasn't alive then. Anyway, she's 96 years old. Well, the college uh, honored her with an honorary degree, like I said, at 96. Listen to how sharp and funny this lady is. I bet they're thinking, what did you do for 87 years? <laughs> so I wrote a few highlights down. I won't keep you here for 87 years. <laughs> <laughs> She's 96 now. She was in Girl Scouts for 87 years, not as a Girl Scout, I mean, leader. Mm-hmm. So that's incredible. And she sounds like she can go another 96 years. She's so she sharp. She does, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. She's hilarious. She was married for 66 years. Pete passed away like in 2010, I think it was. She still looks so cute in the uniform. Yeah. I mean, she has no trouble getting around or anything like that. She's up on stage doing her little speech. Did she earn uh. another badge doing that? Uh, probably she did, yeah. So she might soon retire as a Girl Scout. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Jim knows everything about Girl Scouts. What? They have cookies. They sell cookies. Yeah, see? I told you. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Danny Ferrero is driving one evening last week, turns onto a Texas state highway, and suddenly sees an amazing cloud in the sky. It looks like an angel. And David says he felt like God was saying, I'm always with you. And it really was beautiful. And of course it gave local meteorologists something to talk about. Danny turned on to Highway 105 in Montgomery Monday evening and saw this cloud and thought, that looks like a humongous angel. You can see the bright crepuscular rays coming out around it. And when I showed the picture to my daughter, she goes, Daddy, is that actually a real angel? Okay, you know what I got hung up on there? Crepuscular! Yes! Crepuscular! What kind of word is crepuscular? So I had to look it up. The definition is uh, those rays of sunlight that appear to radiate from a point in the sky. Now, how can something so beautiful have such an ugly word? You think that's ugly? Crepuscular? It's my middle name. (laughs) Yeah. I always think... Gorgeous and beautiful with crepuscular. (laughs) (laughs) Crepuscular. Mm. I don't know. But I did learn something new, and maybe you did if you didn't know what crepuscular rays were. Now you can sound smart when you see those rays in the sky. The crepuscular ones? Check out the crepuscular rays. Have you noticed the because, per, 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 how would you say? (laughs) Crepuscular rays in the sky? Look at those crepuscular rays. I can't look at those anymore. (laughs) Why? It's gross. (laughs) Sounds gross. Mm -hmm. But it's an angel in the sky, so that's beautiful. I saw a bunny once. And the guy had a... He saw a bunny in the sky. And the guy, the meteorologist, talked to his daughter about it. Uh-huh. How many people saw that and now are seeing it circulate on Facebook like this and are talking about God? And crepuscular rays. Yeah, and, and then there's that too. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Crepusculate.
It's a weird word. It's not as gross as it sounds, though. I'm Allison, along with Rob and Jim. We're his morning crew on his radio. Why the word? Because we saw this gorgeous picture of an angel, and the weatherman described it as having crepuscular rays coming out. And I looked it up, and that's those rays that you see that come out from behind a cloud or something. Okay, so I now think, you know. I think Katie has something to say about that. What's that, Katie? heard you guys talking about the angel cloud and the crepuscular rays. I wanted to give you another definition for crepuscular. Oh, good. What is it? Uh-oh. Cats are actually crepuscular in nature. They are not nocturnal. It means that they're active, most active at the time of day between day and night. And here's another ironic word for you. Perspicuity. Whoa, what's that mean? It means easy and clear to understand. (laughs) Did you know crepuscular also was the definition of those rays of sun? I did not know that. I knew it was um, something with cats. So we taught you something new today. You taught us something? We taught you something. Mm -hmm. Now go crepusculate. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Try it? Buy it? What should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. Dearest Morning Crew, my family and I just started on the paleo diet, and we're always looking for ideas for healthy snacks. Any ideas? This is a new journey for us. Paula from Paulie's Island. Paula? Well, that that sounds like Jaman. You're going through that, aren't you? Paula sounds like me? Well, I mean, the journey. The paleo, the paleo diet. Journey. Yes, come on. That is true. How long have you been paleo now? <laughs> hey, what? Three weeks. Three weeks. Mm. Yeah, and look at me. I'm glowing. Yes. Don't going tell on. Rob I've lost 10 pounds. Have, have you really? You re- oh, come on. I Rob, gained you it heard all. That? I've gained your 10 pounds. Have you lost 10 pounds? Yeah. You're looking very svelte. I am. <laughs> well, we have something to try. These are paleo and paleo friendly snacks. I had to look that up what that meant, but it just means that they. Um, you know, either low sugar or no sugar, that kind of thing. So this brand is called Go Raw Junk Free Food, mm. plant-based energy snacks. So we each got a different one to try. Normally we all try the same thing. Mm. So what are you trying, Rob? Some sweet Spernelia sprouted <laughs> bar. What? Okay. This okay. one. And mine is the Zesty Lemon. It's organic, vegan, gluten-free, and paleo. What's, What's your, yours, Jim? Yeah. Mount banana bread sprouted bar. Okay. <laughs> They're supposed to be vegan, nut-free, dairy-free, gluten-free. But are they taste-free? I don't know. <laughs> we will find out. They're leathery. Huh? Mm, mine huh? is good. Mm. Rob, you don't look so happy with yours. No. I feel, I feel like I just pulled it out of the ground. Is it crunchy? But it's healthy. My crunchy... No, it tastes like my front lawn. <laughs> you eat your front lawn? Yeah, I do. Oh. But you like it? <laughs> yes, I love to eat my front lawn all the time. Well, you know, you are healthy. I grabbed, well, I just grabbed one that looked healthy. And Jim, how is yours? Mine's very good. I feel like I'm eating banana bread. <laughs> okay, Why then. do you sound like you're reading that off a cue card? Oh, okay. This is made of flaxseed and banana and coconut. Dates. Allie, how's yours and what did you pick? Mine is excellent. I got the zesty lemon. I would definitely eat this again. But then again, I've been on a health challenge for a week, so anything tastes good. Anything tastes good. (laughs) That's great. So there you go with a crew review. Jim gives a thumbs up. Mm -hmm. Allie gives a thumbs up. So there you go with a crew review. Rob, Allison, and Jim. 
H. Jackson Brown Jr. says, never forget the three powerful resources you always have available to you, love, prayer, and forgiveness. And we have a resource we'd like to share with you, our prayer line. It's always available to call or text 866-987-PRAY. As a matter of fact, we are hearing from Shannon this morning. And Shannon, you have a need. What is it? How can we pray for you? Um, My husband has a drug addiction and he had to, I had to end up putting him in jail last night because I couldn't control him. And I'm praying that God will just open his eyes and show him the way. Oh, my. Well, Father, in Jesus' name, I lift up Shannon and what she is walking through with this journey with her husband right now. So addicted to the point that drastic measures had to be taken last night. Now he's in jail. And Father, I pray that as he dries up, that he wakes up and that he'll feel your presence so that he will, whatever needs to be done, get rid of this addiction in his life, that he can be set free. But it's a choice that he needs to make. And so, Father, I pray that his heart is softened. I pray that his eyes are open. I pray that his ears hear clearly what you would have for him. I know he's going through something on the inside. That's why he's running to this stuff to find an escape with. But, God, I know that in you and through you that he can be set free. And so, God, we're going to stand on that today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. More than just pretty voices. Patrick Fonzie. This guy served in both World War II and the Korean War. He just turned 95 years old. And what did he want on his birthday? Something pretty simple. He just wanted 95 cards. One birthday card for every year that he's been on this planet. And boy, was he grateful as he started to read them. I'm feeling very, very good. With every thank you, thank you, thank you all. He's he's holding a ton of cards in his hand as he's in his rocking chair on his front porch saying that to everybody who sent one in. I think he got about 66 cards, at least by last Friday. Oh, he needs just a few more. He just, he, yeah, he's inches away <laughs> from the 95 cards, and he'll be very, very grateful. Oh, so sweet. I wonder if he got mine. Did you, you nail it? Come on. <laughs> Uh, you still have to put stamps on those? Yeah, and you have to actually go and physically get one? Uh-huh. Okay. So just not the thought. Yeah, it's just not the thought. He wants a physical card. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You see the orange cones. There's all this construction, and it seems like it's forever that construction happens on the roads, right? Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. in the summer. I know. Especially around here, too. It's like, what is up with this? But at the end of the day, you know it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Yeah. Well, well here is the middle of construction in a road in uh, New Mexico. And they have those barriers that are up so that you can't turn into businesses and they're doing all this road construction. Well, along this one corridor in New Mexico, with that barrier wall that is up, you can't get to that business anymore. And some of those businesses along the road. There's one business in particular that lost so much money because of this road construction, they might not make it. Uh, It's the La Fista Bakery, and they told uh, KVIA how this is really impacting them. We have told our customers, if we were to make it to the end of this month, it was going to be a miracle. My fears are I might not be here another week, you know, or two, depending on how much cash flow comes in. Yeah, I mean, they've been in business for so long, and now because of the road construction and that wall barrier, they're tanking. So the news gets out on that TV station that you heard from, and when it got out, the next day a woman walks in and buys every pastry that's on the shelf. 
Whoa. The day after that, more people in the community came on or came in, and everything else that was restocked, they emptied it out before noon. That's awesome. So they're getting a little bit of help. They're calling it a miracle. Oh, that is. Because, I mean, when you think about a bakery, it's a lot of that's impulse buys. You know, people driving by. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to turn in real quick. But if you add some kind of maze with the construction, they're not going to do it. Yeah, and uh, not at all. Yeah. You would think the construction workers would keep it alive. <laughs> no, they're, they're busy working. They can't get through their own wall barrier to get there. So they did say they're going to make a couple of uh, inroads or you're going to take some of the wall barriers out. I don't know what you call it, but so they can get into some of those businesses a little easier. Or they could just hurry and finish the project. Yeah. What? It's like a $22 million project. Mm. So it's going to be a while as they're working on that highway in New Mexico. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. When I first saw this, I thought, oh, gross. One of those combinations again. That What's just, that? Of, uh, it's a food combination. And I don't like it when they take, uh, you know, non-dessert food, main course food, and s- try to make a dessert out of it, you know, or mix it with dessert. Mm-hmm. Like, Since when are you picky about food? <laughs> yeah, because usually <laughs> I'm a beans in it. our producer, Jim Mann, is known for eating whatever he wants. Yeah, but some things I like eat them separately. They belong in their categories. But there is fried chicken and waffles. That's like a big deal, which I've never had, by the way. Have I ever had it? What? Yes. Okay. I I gave you it did. To you brought it in. Yes. I loved it. It has been the highlight of my life so oh my far. Goodness. Tastes like chicken. Did I have it? When did I have it? Uh, I think a couple of times because KFC came out with it and I brought it in for you. And then another time I think we had it. I probably blacked out. I was here when you had it. I blacked out because it was so good. I guess. So move on. Anyway. Yes, sir. Uh, Chicken cone. Chicken cone. That's catchy. They came out with this thing. Well, actually, they're kind of spearheading it. It's all over the country now where they take the waffle cone. Which for we ice all love. cream, yeah. Okay. And they put like uh, bite-sized chicken nugget kind of thing, and um, and uh, macaroni and cheese. And I'm like, oh, that actually sounds kind of good. Wow, it does sound good. So I was hoping Allison would bring it in today, <laughs> but she doesn't. Didn't do it. This place, 450 cones a day is the average. They've gone all the way up to a thousand cones. Well, I They've mean, sold it a day. it's it's just like the waffle. What is it? The chicken waffles? Yeah. Have you ever had that? I've never had that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. We just went over this. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Jaden is 10 years old. He got for Christmas last year a PlayStation 4. It's like his favorite gift ever. He's got a favorite game, too. Sadly, somebody broke into their family's home, stole a ton of stuff, including the PS4 and his favorite game. So last week, they hear from the Gastonia Police Department, and they said, your family needs to come in. So the whole family went in. They thought they were going to find out some news about the uh, if there, any of their property is going to be coming back. Well, instead of an update, there was a presentation. See, all the police got together at Gastonia, and they chipped in, and they bought Jaden, this 10-year-old, a $500 PS4 and his favorite game. He's got it back. Nice. Isn't that cool? Hats off to Gastonia Police Department. Way to go. Wow. That's incredible. Thank you, Jim. (laughs) You're welcome. So generous. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Boomer is a beautiful English Springer Spaniel. It's gorgeous. He was hiking with his family up a mountain, and then all of a sudden, he fell about 100 feet through a snow crevice during that walk, and that was back in July. 
Well, he was hurt so badly that he couldn't be found. The family looked for him everywhere, and night was falling, and they couldn't find him. Well, the next day, when the sun was up, there's this single mom on a hike with her dad. Her name is Tia. And Tia saw this dog limping with another family. You see, Boomer, this English Springer Spaniel, saw another family and just started following it, and they had no idea who the dog was. And so Tia had some compassion on that dog. He's a heavy dog, too, 55 pounds. Put the dog on her back and carried this this uh, English Springer Spaniel all the way down the mountain for six hours she did that. There was even a point where she got real tired and laid down on a rock and the dog's like with his paws on her stomach like, I need to be carried all the way through. Well, the good news is she found Boomer's family but Boomer's family was so grateful and saw that there was a bond between Tia and Boomer that they gave Boomer to Tia. So he has a new forever home. There's a lot that's going on with this dog because of the fall, 100 feet. So there's a lot of injuries and surgeries that this puppy needs to go through. So she has this GoFundMe page. She doesn't really know how much it's going to cost. So she put a goal of $5,000 on it. As of this morning, it's over $3,400 in just five days. 76 people said, we want to help out Boomer and Tia so that he can be a healthy dog again. What a crazy story of how she got her dog, you know? I think that one would be hard to beat. Yeah, I found him on a mountain, <laughs> and I carried him down for on six hours. <laughs> yeah, I think she paid the price for that dog. Yeah, absolutely. But it's cool the bond that they have, that the family of, of Boomer said, you can have him. I know. Hmm. Yeah, if someone carried me all the way down the mountain, I'd feel a little bond also. You would. So, and your family would give My you away to them? My parents would give me to them, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. His morning crew. Although it drives me crazy sometimes, my son is blessed to have a very full summer schedule. I mean, camps and swimming lessons and karate and trips to the library. But we try to remind him that those things are all a blessing and that not every child has those opportunities. And I want to tell you about this lady. Her name is Megan Schwartz, and she realizes this as well. She's a school psychologist in Greenville, and she had the summer off. I mean, that's what part of the beauty of working for the school system, right? The summer's off. I mean, she could have spent her days by the pool or taken up some hobby, but instead she decided to invest her life into the lives of dozens of kids at an apartment complex who don't have the opportunity to attend things like camps or enrichment programs. Anytime we can connect with them outside of school, it just helps build better relationship when we are in school for them to trust us and have adults that care about them. Well, because I think these kids during the summer, you know, there's not a lot of structure. So we thought we'd come into their community so they wouldn't have to go outside and bring enrichment activities here because a lot of them aren't able to go outside the community. So we're so excited to bring reading and math to them in the summer. So when school starts back, they'll be ready to go. She has activities for these kids four days a week, all summer long, and you can tell by their cheers that they love it. They have so much fun. She also has other volunteers who've been helping her, other teachers and counselors, interventionists. I mean, people that are just giving of their free time. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is purpose. I've been reading a lot about purpose and the purpose-driven life. I'm yeah. going over that book. They have two new chapters in it, so it's 42 pages long now, or, or, or days long now. And he's talking about the service that you do, like this. You know, it's, this is a this is a God-given ministry that that lady is taking advantage of during the summer. It's just so cool. It really is. And she's meeting a need. I mean, because these kids, otherwise, what would they be doing? Some of them might be getting into trouble. Not now. 
Rob kind of does is in his neighborhood. I do. You like the basketball court of the whole neighborhood, aren't well, you? Well, I do have a hoop in the driveway. That's true. And they all gather to watch Rob work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite the ministry. <laughs> That's great. Watch Dempsey in the garage working Mornings out. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Hey, don't worry. If you're worried about our producer, Jim Mann, having the strong feeling for cats, no, he also likes other animals in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, there's a few out there, Rob. One of them we call dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And you've heard the saying, dogs is man's best friend. We get that wrong. Cats are a man's best friend? No, no, no. Dogs are a duck's best friend. Did you know that? Okay. Yeah, well, uh, Brody in uh, New York, he demonstrates this. He's a uh, like a golden retriever, I believe is what he is. And uh, he's like best friends with this duck, a wild duck. Huh? Why is that, you ask? Because uh, they, the family noticed there's like a nest of uh, eight duck eggs and no mom around. Oh, that's sad. And unfortunately, only one duck survived. But uh, the dog and the duck just like became best friends. They're like inseparable. And you ask, oh, why? How did that happen? This is what, what they thought. Maybe he realized that something was yeah, wrong, right? He's or... accepting the fact that we accept it and... You know, he's a very good-natured dog. And now he's totally taken on this, like, mama duck persona. It's a mama duck. The persona. Yeah. And the cutes are, like, everywhere they every dog goes, the duck's following and vice versa. That's nice. And then all of a sudden the duck will just, like, jump in the water and swim off. And the dog's like, hey, wait for me. But he's staying on the uh, duck. That must warm your heart. It does. It does. It is so precious. Little dog and duck. And the duck tries to get in with the other uh, ducks out there, but they're like, hey. We didn't grow up with you. Get out of here. Oh, no. So I know. And probably because he smells like a dog. And there's that, which they sense danger. Because, mm. you know, it's not normal for dogs and ducks to just hang out. So there you go. There's a little beautiful dog and duck story. When does the Pixar movie on this come out? Thursday. <laughs> Thought so.